the Making Sense of Life podcast number 53. According to J.K. Rowling, life is difficult and complicated and beyond anyone's total control. The humility to know that will enable you to survive its vicissitudes. The Making Sense of Life podcast will not only empower you to navigate through a fast-changing world, but also to grow in body, mind and spirit. Inward change precedes outer transformation. As the ancient Greek author Plutarch once said, what we achieve inwardly will change outer reality. This podcast is sponsored by Logos Medical Legal. Sunil also works privately with senior leaders. Go to drsunil.com forward slash corporate to find out more. Hello and welcome to the Making Sense of Life podcast with me, Sunil Raheja, as we continue our conversation with Carrie Oberbrunner. Carrie, great to have you here again. It's great to be here, Sunil. So if you've listened to the previous podcasts, um, I think that's 52 and 51. I introduced Carrie in podcast uh, number 51, where we looked at Carrie's life and what it means to live a full and meaningful life. And Carrie certainly got that. And I'd encourage you to go to podcast 51 to find out a bit more about him. But just as a summary... Um, Carrie's married to Kelly. They have three children, and he's worked. As, he's been a church pastor for twelve years. He's CEO of a company called Author Academy Elite, and it's a powerful. It's an amazing company because he's helped six hundred people write their own books. He's helped them to publish that and to get it out to get their message out into the world he, with his business partner, uh, business partner David Bradhurst, and and a team around him. They've made a big, big impact um, on people who've got who are seeking to get their message out in the world and live life to the full. So I'd encourage you to listen to that, um, to, to learn a bit more about that. Well, we also talk about it's not all being plain, plain sailing. Carrie's had his fair share of failures and disappointments and discouragements as well. Um, so have a listen to that. But we talked about uh, one of Carrie's books called Your Secret Name in podcast um, 52. And again, that's understanding the secret name that God has given us that can help us break us free from the self-imposed um, chains that we put ourselves in, maybe a name from our childhood uh, that has held us back. And, and I've certainly read the book, uh, and it's made a big impact on my life. I've discovered that my secret name is uh, equipped. For a long time, I felt unworthy and unable to um, have anything meaningful to give. And what I've realized over the years is that God is equipping me for uh, for work to work with him in that. And again, this blog and the blog at drsil.com and the podcast and Making Sense of Life is part of that journey for equipping you, uh, listener and reader at the blog, to live life, to live the life that God is calling you to. But Carrie, we're going to come to your next book because this is part of a trilogy. And we're going to, so we've had your secret name. The next book is The Deeper Path. And in it, as it were, you have this quote from somebody called James Michener. The master in the art of living makes little distinction between his work and his play, his labor and his leisure, his mind and his body, his information and his recreation, his love and his religion. He hardly knows which is which. He simply pursues his vision of excellence in whatever he does, leaving others to decide whether he's working or playing. To him, he's always doing both. Unpack that for us, uh, Carrie. Yeah, I heard that from my coach, Chet Scott, years ago, and there's different variations of it. You know, some people say it's um, 
Chateaubriand, some people say L.P. Jacks, some people say James Michener, but I use um, L.P. Jacks. But the point is this, that there's this holistic engagement in that quote. People love to hear <laughs> whatever he's doing. It you know it appears like he's doing both. Yeah, because yeah, we have people who live for the weekend. Yeah, people who just you oh, know yeah, or they live for Friday night and yeah. they just they and they just half alive the rest of the week. We call it TGIF. We call it uh, yeah. trade thank God it's Friday. Yeah, for, trade five for two. Yeah, I've heard that a lot. Where oh you know how you doing today? Hey, it's. It's Friday, so I'm happier, you know. It's Monday, so, you know, I mean, we built everything yes. around this lack of engagement, this victim mentality, like your life is so bad and you have to just hang on to make it for what? It's a sad way to live, actually. Mm. So I heard years ago my coach and friend Chet say, as he came into a Panera Bread, which is like a coffee shop, he looked at me and he was smiling. And I said, why are you so happy today? Because I was back in my day job and I felt stuck and trapped. And I felt like Tuesdays were horrible because the whole day was one big epic meeting that we never accomplished anything at my day job. And then we'd oh. repeat it over and over again every week, week in, week out for 12 years. So anyway, I said, why are you so happy? And he said, you know, I don't know. I think it's because there's nowhere I have to be. Right. And I thought, what planet is this guy from? What do you mean nowhere you have to be? And I kind of got mad because I felt like my life was one big have to. And as I began to spend time with Chet over the next couple of years, I realized that he defined work differently. Most people define work in Latin with the word labor where we get labor which means toil yes. i mean they don't really know that but they their work it's toiling they hate it you know and then chet has a different word for work it also is in latin and it means opus mm. and opus means masterpiece yes and most people's life and work is not an opus it's a have to it, yeah it's yes it, it's, it's a drag it's a, and you say in the book, don't you, somewhere that the, the two greatest days in a person's life are the day they are born, they come to this world, and then the day they discover why. Yep, Mark uh, Twain said that. Yeah. And that's where I get it from. But yeah, absolutely. People who've lost their way are people who've lost their why. Mm. Gail Hyatt actually came up with that. And it's true. Mm. It's true that uh, we are directionless. And so, yeah, and so we and we can drift for years and years and years. Absolutely, people know. People plan. Get this true story. <laughs> people spend more time planning a two-week vacation than they do planning their life. Mm. So you think a vacation, or as you guys say in the UK, a holiday. Oh, holiday yeah. It's here and gone. I mean, it's here and gone in a moment. Two weeks goes fast. Your life goes fast. Mm. Um, our favorite book talks about how life is a vapor. It's like when you mm. go out in the winter and you breathe and you see your breath and it's gone. It's gone. Yeah. So we have this. And it can feel so meaningless and, and, yeah. and it feeds into that. What's the point? Is anything I do worth of any significance because it'll just be gone? That's right. And so Chet came up with a concept, a framework where you break down the word opus mm. into the letters, O-P-U-S. 
and it's a framework and it's so the first o is overarching vision overarching vision and and by the way people can access my opus free oh. they don't need to put an email in or anything like that they just go to carryoverrunner.com slash opus o-p-u-s and they can read mine we'll, we'll put a link to that on on, yeah. on, on dr com that goes with this podcast yeah and they can read it and O stands for overarching vision. So every overarching vision has a someone, a something, and a somewhere. A some, a some, uh, one, is a who. A something is a what, and a somewhere is, is a where. Mm. And most people don't have that though. Most people don't know what they're doing for who and where they're supposed to express it. Mm. But as you write out your overarching vision, you you get clarity. Right. Uh, P stands for purpose, and purpose is usually the defining statement of your work. Bono calls it your melody line. Right. Yeah. Your melody line is the notes that rise above the rest. Yes. So I don't know much about music, but I do know that we autograph our work a certain way. Whether people hear me on with you on a podcast, on a vlog, with my kids... They should see and hear something similar. It should be the similar melody yes. line. There's and, a theme that runs right through. That's yeah. right. And if and if your life is unclear, you know, I tell people all the time, clarity attracts and confusion repels. Yes. So if people are not attracting clients and influence and impact and income, it's possible they're confusing. And your opus is about igniting souls, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Again, unpack that for us, yeah. Sure. Yeah. I think people, you, I think you might have been in the room the other day where I asked people, what is the defining statement of my work? Remember this? I think oh. in the UK day. Yeah. And they all said Igniting Souls. Yes. Even though I have Author Academy Elite and David and I, you know, have created a lot of products, yes. programs, Ghostwriter Academy, the Guild, I mean, you name it. It doesn't matter. Mm. Products are not my purpose. Everybody knows, if they spend time with me, that my brand is Igniting Souls. Mm. So Igniting Souls is why I believe God put me on this earth. And you might say, well, what does that mean? It means that we take people from a place of disengagement, disillusionment, uh, sorry, disillusionment, yeah, yeah. and um, just discouragement. I mean, those are the three Ds, mm. right? So what are they? Disillusionment, discouragement, and... Disengagement. And disengagement. Yeah, and I mean, you look at the world, and most of the world's living in 3D, right? <laughs> I mean, that's that's the way they are. But yeah. we know that you become a soul on fire as you take one, each one of those Ds and flip it. You understand who you are, your identity. You understand why you're here, your purpose. You understand where you're going, your direction, where those three circles can... Um, Overlap yeah, yeah. is where a soul on fire is. It's the opposite of what Carl Jung said, a Swiss psychologist, yes. or some people say yeah. Jung. But I love that quote, and, and it's it yeah. stuck with me for a long time. When I first heard you say it, it yeah. just how powerful. Just tell us it. Yeah. He surveyed all kinds of families and kids and people, and in all of his research, he said that the most damaging thing in the life of a child is not abuse, abandonment, or alcoholism. It's the unlived life of the parent. Mm. So the parent who for 18 years of their kid's life lives as someone who's not fully alive, who is living the unlived life. A kid looks at their parents and says, well, why should I go to school? 
Mm. I mean, wh- why should I keep going on with my life? Yeah. If, if this is the fruit of, of a bit all in, in my parent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, if this is what it's all about, I mean, so... So, Neil, that's my passion. It's, wow. to, it's to wake people up. Yes. So the overarching vision, the purpose is for you setting that yourselves. But let's keep on going with the opus. And then the you is unifying strategies. Right. What, is, what does that mean? Everybody's busy. Everybody's doing stuff. Everybody's responding and reacting. And everyone's just trying to grip. I mean, go on the train in London and you'll see that. I mean, everyone's rushing and hustling and bustling and just surviving. I mean, just trying to make it in a rush. And and the point is this, that unifying strategy says, I'm going to stop reacting and I'm going to instead choose to respond. Mm. I'm going to stop saying what my... So rather than what's happening on the outside and just reacting or whatever, I'm going to go within and respond to what the God-given calling on my life is, which we... Yeah. which. And understanding that from that's why you've written this in order. It was your secret name. Now it's the deeper path. The deeper path. Yeah. We call unifying strategies your big buckets of productive action. I mean, right. you look at any productivity guru, they will tell you that everyone has the same amount of time in a day. Mm. We've all got 168 hours in a week. Yeah. And the difference is what we do with that time. So what you do with your opus is you, you take a time out. And you say, here's the three to five unifying strategies that I'm going to do in my life. That's it. That's it. And it might sound like, well, gee, that's it. Are you serious? But that's what successful people do. It's not the busyness, the hurriedness. I mean, if people are people of faith, there's a great phrase that defines busy. And if they're, what is it? Yeah. It's being under Satan's yoke. Oh, you ever hear that okay. before? Yeah, I've heard that. Yes, yes. Um, and again, if people are like, "Well, who's Satan? What's up?" Um, listen, you might not get it, but the evil one. There's a, yeah. there's a battle going. There's evil in the world, and there's somebody who's causing evil around. That's yeah. right, and that's what busy is. I never tell people I'm busy. People come up to me and say, "Oh, you must be so busy." I say, "I'm intentional." Oh, very good. I'm intentional. And it's not just semantics. It's busy means you're not productive. Busy means active. Mm. Yeah, just running around. Like the, the phrase we're using is like a headless chicken, yeah. basically going around and around but not achieving anything. Yeah, I'd rather be focused and yeah. intentional and be a master in the art of living. Yeah. I, there's a quote, I think, from Zig Ziglar who says, uh, be a meaningful specific rather than a, a wandering generality, I think. That's it, good. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So that's the U, mm. and then the S is scorecard for significance. It's basically how you keep track. It's it's how you keep score. Yes, that's right. It's, it's really helpful because if you think of, of of a sports match or a sports yeah. game, take football for example, yeah. they're just kicking it around, but you don't know what the score is. What's yeah. what's the point? Yeah. No one will watch that. Mm. We want to keep score in our lives. We were meant to keep score. And some people say, well, you know, I don't keep score. I don't like money. And maybe again, yeah, people then I so, say, yeah, they sort of had to wait because they think of it of competition and competitiveness and trying to beat other people. But yeah, help us help us with that because I think. I've certainly been in, in that area thinking, well, it's not good to keep score because we want to help people. We want to be collaborative. and yeah. you, know bring, what, you know what? God keeps score. Does he? Tell us. God, listen, you look at the scriptures 
God keeps score all the time. He says, I leave the 99 and go after the one. He talks about healing 10 lepers and one comes back. We are told with the this parable, the story mm. of the uh, faithful steward, the talents. Yes. One, yes. right? Right? Yes. He gives five and two and one. Yeah. Uh, that score. Yeah. And one doubles it. That was yeah. two and double it, but one just hides it away in the ground yeah. and just gives it back. And then he says, well, the one that you hit, it, I'm now going to give it to the one that has five. Mm. So we're told we're going to give an account. Mm. I mean, there's this toxic trend in faith people yeah. that says, oh, you know. Well, we, we, we can't worry about numbers. I'm not talking about just money. I'm talking right. about God has given every single person who's breathing talents. Yes. Yeah, so, so the thing about measuring, isn't it? I'm thinking of somebody I heard once say, uh, a, a, one way to measure spiritual growth is saying, am I a nicer person to be around this year compared to last year? Yeah, we call it fruit, right? We call it fruit, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm not making this stuff up. It talks about... You will know them by their fruit. Fruit is a measurement. Mm. If there's no fruit, he actually cursed the tree yes. that did not produce fruit. Yes. And and if I've got a living faith, anything that's alive will grow. It won't stay the same. Anything healthy grows. Sure. We all go through desert seasons, dry seasons. But there's a great verse that says that you produce fruit in your season. Mm. So you might be in a spring season or a winter season. I get it. Mm. Not everyone's producing fruit. Not at, look at trees. Mm. An orange tree is not producing oranges year-round. Yeah. But I'm talking about a pattern. And so S is your scorecard for significance. It's basically saying what is in the buckets of productive action. So again, I encourage people to go to carryoverrunner.com slash opus. Mm. They can see that when I wake up in the morning, here's the freedom, Sunil. I don't wake up in the morning and say, oh, should I do that? Should I not do that? Mm. What about that email? Should I respond to that or should I not? I literally go to my opus and I say, you know what? Is it on the opus or is it off the opus? If yeah. it's off, it's already a no. Yes. So actually, I live my life with a default no. Yes. Wow. <laughs> And, and it does sound weird. Cause because you've got a much bigger yes inside you. Yeah. And you can't say no mm. until you know what your yes is. Yeah. Everything's an option. This is why people spend so much sideways energy because they say, well, maybe I should, maybe I shouldn't. I don't yeah. have to worry about that. Yes. And you've only got a finite amount of energy anyway. And so right. it, it, you don't want to dissipate it. You right. want to use so, what you've got. So we're doing this podcast for two reasons. Number Number one. It's on my opus. Number two, it's on my opus. All right. So it's under synergistic partnerships, which yeah. is one of my opus, and it's under compounding influence. Yes, that's right. Because and that one is a technology. This podcast will then go out all over the world yeah. to another audience that you can't reach. Right. And we pray and trust will ignite those souls exactly. and to to live the life that God has called them to. So I'm so glad you're recording this because should we have just had this chat over dinner? Maybe, but I don't think it actually would have fit my opus. I mean, you as a friend fit my opus, but I know that compounding influence means that if I'm going to have a deep talk with somebody, stick a microphone in front. Mm -hmm. Why? Because there's a lot of people who want and need help, yes. and I can fulfill my, my uh, opus, opus. Uh, by igniting souls. Yeah. 
Carrie, thank you so much. This is just a wonderful, rich conversation. And I'm sure as listening to this, you've enjoyed hearing our conversation. And we do trust that it'll help you. In the book. So again, the book is Deeper Path. Um, and just, just if, you, if you're wanting to write it down, you, in, it, OPA stands for Overarching Vision, P for Purpose, U is the Unifying Strategies, and S is Scorefard for Significance. But you can get the book uh, on Amazon. We'll have a link on it at, at the... Um, at the website and uh, in the different formats it's available in um any final thoughts carrie yeah i just got to give a big shout out to my coach chet because he's super generous he wrote the forward but he created that model i've uh i've tweaked it i've expanded it i've kind of made it into my own expression mm. but i could i would not be here today yeah. without someone who didn't here's the crazy thing mm. if chet didn't live his opus yeah. I wouldn't be living mine. Yeah. So we think it's all about us. Yeah. You might be listening to this right now and think, oh, you know, well, well my opus isn't that big. There's mm. people actually that will not be unleashed yes. if you don't author your opus. That's what's crazy. Yeah. And that's, yeah, I think, and that's so important because when I'm struggling in some way, and we talked about this in, 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 the, in the first conversation sure. we had in Podcast 51, when you were there struggling with, with self-harming yeah. or with a stuttering problem, it was all focused on you. And I've been there yeah. when I've struggled with depression and negative thinking. It's all about me. Oh, what's the point of getting out of bed in the morning? What's the point sure. of doing anything? There's no point. Well, yes, there is actually. You're put on this earth for a reason. And no matter how dark it may appear or no matter how difficult that's it may right. appear, God has a purpose for your life to bless and encourage others. Now, it may not be talking like in, in, in a public arena. It could be giving a glass of water to somebody. It could be in some way or other you were put here for purpose so, and significance. And uh, thank you again, Carrie, for, for writing this book and encouraging us with that to go on this deeper path. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Sunil. Bye for now. If you've enjoyed today's conversation, you can get all the show notes for this episode from drsunil.com. And could you do us a favour? Head over to iTunes to rate the programme. This is by far the best way to get this content into the hands of those who need it most. Also, do you think about who you could pass details of the podcast on to? Don't forget to check out the blog for more great content. That's drsunil.com, helping you to make sense of life in a challenging and complex world. Until next time, goodbye for now.